The Rental Realist, episode number five. My name's Tyson Hill. Thanks again for taking a listen. In today's episode, we're going to talk about application fees. We're going to talk about refundable application fees versus non-refundable application fees, the advantages or disadvantages to both. But we're going to discuss those things. I personally, uh, my company, uh, we refund application fees, and we have several reasons as to why we do that and why we think that is a good business practice, but we're going to talk about that stuff today. So first of all, let's talk about the non-refundable application fee, and I would venture to say this is the policy that most companies have. I personally have yet to come across a property management company or a landlord who makes application fees refundable. Now, this is what non-refundable application fees do. As you all know, I'm in the Phoenix market. We're in a really hot rental market, meaning if you have a quality product at a fair market price, you are going to have multiple people to choose from. And so what a lot of companies have done is they've leveraged this market into a revenue making opportunity. So let me give you an example of what a company might do. What they might do is they'll put a property on the market, they will collect applications for a week, and then they'll make a de- they will make a decision. The problem with this is because we're in such a good market, it's not uncommon to possibly have 20, 25 applications after a week's time. They end up choosing one application and then there's 19 other applications or applicants who lose out on that money. Now, that ends up being some pretty big money. If you're charging $50 an application, you know, that's going to be 950 bucks in the pocket of that property management company. You know, if it's 35 bucks, it's going to be 665 bucks. And so that's what these companies are doing is they're, you know, they're just kind of extending the renting process even though they don't need to. They could, you know, if your property, like I said, if it shows well, if it's priced right, there's no reason you shouldn't have a tenant lined up within one to two days. Yet they're taking a week, sometimes more, to try to collect as many applications as they can and put as much money in their pocket as they can. Now, how do I feel about this? Personally, I think it's unethical. I think it's bad business practice. I think it's bad form. Let me explain why. If I already had, let's say, 10 applications on a property, and I knew more applications were coming in, I just could not feel good about myself full knowing that the odds of these good people getting this property are not not good. And so I just I know I'm taking advantage of these people just to make money off their application. I don't feel good about that. The other part that I don't feel good about is because it's such a competitive rental market, you know, most people can't go find a property, you know, two months in advance. People aren't, you know, we're not renting property that far in advance. Ideally, you know, a week to two weeks out is what we're looking at. And so how can somebody afford to wait a week on a property to find out if they get it? And if they don't get it, now they're, they've lost a week, you know, and they're trying to relocate their family or whatever it might be. I, I don't know. I think it's hard enough for people out there. I just don't want to contribute to it. Now, I'm not trying to be the moral police or anything like that. I'm just letting you know how I feel. You know, to each their own, I just don't believe in it. Now, another disadvantage to this practice is if you wait too long, you're going to miss out on good tenants. And what I mean by that is, let me give you, you know, the example I used. If, if you know, a company 
waits a week before making a decision. Let's say a really good application came in on a Tuesday and this property management company isn't going to make a decision until the following Monday. Well, they collect these 20 applications or whatever number it might be and there's one application that stands out and they call those people on that Monday and say, hey, congratulations, you got the place. And then they say, oh, I'm really sorry. You know, we continued to look and we locked up another place. So we're not going to be able to take that one now. So by waiting a week, they missed out on a really good opportunity. Yes, there's 19 other applications. I get that. But, you know, my opinion is why wait a week when you've got a qualified applicant ready to go? Why would you wait? In my opinion, you're doing a disservice to the client that you work for. If you've got a good tenant lined up, take it. Now, if you don't and you want to wait, that's a different story. But if you've got a qualified tenant and there's really no reason to say no to them, there's really no reason to extend that process. Lock it up, do the best service you can to your client and and get the property rented. Now, here's another reason I don't like it. Man, I personally don't want to have to call 19 people. And I know I'm using this example of 20. Just, just, just go with it. It, you know, obviously it's different on any property. I don't want to call 19 people and say, yeah, sorry, uh, you missed out. And then they're like, well, why'd you wait a week? Oh, you know, we were just going through the, the application process and that's what it took. You know, I'm gonna have 19 people pissed off at me. Even if they know the application fee is non-refundable, they're still not going to be happy about it. I don't know. I, I just don't like bringing bad news to people. It's just not something that uh, that I, you know, want to do. And to be honest, I don't even like telling one person that they didn't get it. You know, sometimes we'll we'll have, you know, two really good applications. And it's like, oh, my gosh, like I could flip a coin. Like, I don't even know which way to go. And it is the hardest phone call calling those people and say, look, your application looked so good but I can't rent to you. You know, and I and I refund application money and that's a hard phone call. So I can't imagine telling people like like hey, you know, you didn't get it. I'm really sorry and I'm I'm pocketing your your application money. Now, let's talk about refundable application fees. Now, that's the practice that we use and there's a lot of little reasons and there's one really good big reason that I'll get to in just a minute here. But this is why we do this business practice. You know, you know, I'm just not in the business of upsetting people and pissing people off. Last thing I want is a disgruntled applicant going back to the property and throwing a 14-pound bowling ball through the living room window because they feel like they they got screwed uh, off their application money. I'm just not in the game to do that or participate in that. And the reality is, you know, when we're showing property, sometimes applicants, they will not apply in fear of losing their application money. You know, I can't tell you how many times, you know, I show a property and I could tell they really liked it. And then the application doesn't come through and I call them. I say, hey, I'm just following up. Do you have any questions? They're like, you know, we really like the property. Uh, We'd like to apply. We just, we can't afford to lose any more application money right now. You know, and, and maybe in a scenario like that, I didn't do a good enough job of explaining, hey, our application money is fully refundable. Like there's no risk to apply. You know, so just go ahead and do it. So I feel like by having this practice, especially in this kind of market, everybody who's interested will apply, which does, you know, it's a good thing. It's a positive thing because we're actually getting more opportunities and not missing out on any opportunities out of, you know, prospective tenants 
having a fear that they're going to lose out and lose more application money. Now, there is a caveat to our refundable application money. It's just not a blanket rule of no matter what, you get your money back. We, we have one rule. If you want to have your application money fully refundable, you have to answer everything 100% truthfully on the application. Now, what that means is, you know, it asks, have you been evicted before? If the applicant says no and their credit report says yes, then they will forfeit their application money. That rarely happens with the style and method that we do this. Um, applicants love the fact that they have the opportunity to get their money back if it doesn't fall through. And so what happens is they are so over the top honest on their application that we get so much information and more information, information that a lot of times wouldn't even show up on a credit report because the tenant doesn't want be dishonest on anything or feel that they're being dishonest on anything. They want every opportunity to get their application money back if the deal falls through. So they tell us everything like, oh, you know what? I was I was evicted 22 years ago in Oklahoma City. You know, that's not going to show up on a credit report, but I'm getting that information, you know, and that's helping us in the application process and making sure that we're getting the most qualified tenants possible. I've had applications over the years where, you know, somebody will will tell me about a crime they committed, you know, especially in another state, and then I pull up the credit report and nothing shows up. And so had this person not been honest with me, I wouldn't have known that key type of information. And so we're getting so much information from our applicants that, you know, nothing's kind of slipping through the cracks. We're getting everything. And what the credit report is doing is just kind of verifying that they are telling the truth. But the reality is the way we do it, I'm getting all the information I need right on the application prior to ever pulling the credit report, which, you know, helps us so much in the application process. And in my opinion, is doing the best service possible to our clients, you know, who we're obligated to, you know, not only rent their properties quickly, but put the most qualified people in there. And so, you know, in contrast to non-refundable application fees, that's why we don't do it. I, I just, I can't go away from, you know, the clear-cut advantages we have by making our applications, you know, fully refundable because I feel like we're getting better tenants quicker and it's not a conflict of interest with our owners. So that's it for the application fees and the magic of making those application fees refundable. Really, it's just a way that we are leveraging the application process into, you know, just getting more information out of people. So if you're a self-manager or if you have a management company and this isn't a practice that you've been doing, it's something that I would really recommend thinking about and seeing how else you can utilize this tool, you know, to get better qualified tenants in there and because that's really the name of the game. We're trying to get the best tenants possible as quickly as possible into our properties. And if you can use the application fee and the application to do that, in my opinion, why wouldn't you do that? So thank you again for taking a listen to episode number five, and we'll see you next time.